You do know the vibes. Oh, oh. God. Oh, just so you know, he don't let you know when, when you start it, so you're going to be surprised. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like right now. Like right now. <laughs> yeah. Because every time we tell a guest, like, we press record, they be like, they stay quiet. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, let me not do that. Okay. Uh, what's going on, man? It's Ill Will from 183rd. Shout out to the Bronx. Shout out Harlem, cause it's always in the building. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. It's mass. Nothing fancy. It's never nothing fancy. Never, never nothing fancy. My guy. We got a special guest. We got CEO slash entrepreneur slash coder slash mom <laughs> in the building. Okay. What you want us to call that's you? A, that's Ray? a lot of titles. I, I I just go by Ray. Ray. Ray's we got, cool. We got Ray, Ray describes all of that. We got Ray. And let me just tell the guests. All right. That's my sister. Because they'll be like, <laughs> oh, why well, you didn't say that? Is that in the third? So. Right. But we got her in the building. We're going to talk about great things. I can't wait. Uh, first off, uh, what made you want to do a wellness center? Because she's, she's a, it's called Spiritually Sparkled. Spiritually Sparkled. It's there a spiritual go. wellness center. Um, the grand opening is February 23rd. Mm-hmm. Um, what made me open it, it was um, really a connection from what I used to do before, which was okay. I used to be an iOS app developer, and I started off helping small businesses. And then in the... In the midst of helping small businesses starting up, I got really connected to people's stories and I wanted okay. to, you know, give them the resources and referrals that they needed in the transition of what they were going through. And it wasn't available in our community. So I wanted to create that space in our community. Because in other communities, let's just call it what it is, the Caucasian community. <laughs> they be having like yoga centers. Right. They have all of that downtown and, you know, it's not really affordable for... For us, they they never gentrified their wellness centers. They always gentrified like their little cupcake shops and right muffin shops and shit like that. You never see like a wellness center right that they build in the, right. in the community. Yeah. All right. Um. So I want to know what what was the process of doing the business? Like, what steps? Like, what did you have to do? Because you do stuff on your own, knowing from growing up, like you do your own coding. You're gonna right. be doing your own page. Like, what is that process like, and how was it? Another question to go on with this question: How was it letting go the the Dreamcatcher app? Okay, well, to answer the first question, the process um, it, it's not anything magical. It's it's really nitty gritty business stuff. Um, I've never had, I've never owned a commercial space, so I didn't know how to go about this. But I took on the same blueprint like I do everything else. It's like figure it out, study, learn it. You know, sometimes a little bit of YouTube University books yeah. help um, getting advice from other people in the business. And that was really the process for that. As far as letting go Dreamcatcher, that was something that was very, very hard for me. Like yeah. I literally had like a funeral for it, like a real burial. Like like I collected all my stuff out of storage and I like burned it and oh, made man. like a special day. And it was really hard because, you know, as an entrepreneur, you... It's a thin line between um, feeling like you're quitting and you failed or moving on to something better. Yeah. So, you know. That, that's how I looked at it, too, because although I like I like Dreamcatcher the way, like, about, like, resume. It was kind of like a resume for yeah, yourself. Yeah, it was an innovative I, idea, so it's, it's yeah. kind of hard to, like, describe what it was to people because, you know, it doesn't exist. Yeah. I think it's interesting that you decided, decided to open up a wellness center, like, especially... You know, considering that you have a uh, background in developing apps. Yeah. So it's like, you know, like, 
I think it's probably literally the polar opposite of what I, a developer does. Like, you know, right. people like use apps to kind of engage, I guess, externally. And mm-hmm. the purpose of a wellness center, a spiritual wellness center, is to kind of like engage into like internally. Yeah. So like, what made you decide to like go from being an app developer, you know, going from one world to it to this? Mostly because um, I. I'm, you know, I when I the word the word that I use to describe myself is layered. I always say I'm layered. I have a lot of layers, and I've always been very spiritual. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm skilled in tech, and um, I've always had those two things. But in working in tech and working with small businesses and entrepreneurs and peoples in arts, I realized that they lack a lot of self in self involvement in and self care in whatever it is they have to do. When you're an entrepreneur, people just kind of now, because it's oversaturated because of social media, people just think like, oh, I create a page and I spend my money and I do this and I'm going to get that. And this is this is the American dream. But really, when you become an entrepreneur, it's really a, a transition in your life because you make a lot of sacrifices. You yeah. go through changes with friendships. You go through changes with family. You go through changes financially. You know, you forget to take care of yourself sometimes. You, yeah. you know, some people need like therapy or more sleep or, you know. And that's all part of um, your spiritual well-being. And a lot of people that I met and connected with when I was doing tech, they lack that. Okay. And they didn't understand what it was to do self-care or vision board or, yeah. you know, take care of themselves. Loki, Loki, they sound like, I'm going to say it again, like last week episode, kind of sound like a robot. Like they don't have feelings and stuff, people in tech. Right. Yeah. Like they just like dull, like she said. I'm not going to hold you. I like, you know, you definitely don't look like a developer. Just because, like, <laughs> I work at a company, uh, it's like a like a tech company. Not a tech company. Like, I, I work in sales, but the tech department, like, the engineering department is downstairs. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie to you. Those are some of the weirdest, strangest people. I don't want to say weird. Strangest people I've ever met in my entire life. They're also really cool, though, but. Right. I think it's just the environment. Because when I worked in tech and I had to work with different companies that I had contracts with, I kind of went through the same thing. Like I said, I'm very layered, so I know different environments and things like that. But people that work in tech, they're usually like in the basement. Yeah. They have them like downstairs. <laughs> so it's like you kind of like live and breathe your, your, you know, your environment and you become that person. Yeah. So even though like, you know. To you, you might see them and you're like, why they always look like the sun hurts them? And, in a bubble. You son. Know, yeah. They in a bubble and, you know, <laughs> they drink mad coffee and, you know, it's because they let their job take over. But if you get to know them, then you see like, oh, you're a real person. Now, they're mad cool. It's just that, you know, they, I don't know. I just. They just spend a lot of time in front of a computer. Yeah, so they yeah. lack, there's a lot of people that work in tech. Well, what I do, um, they lack, they like socially awkward. Yeah. yeah, that's a good that's a good word. Too. Yeah, they're socially awkward. But I mean, they they they're very smart though. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's how that's how you used to be. She used to always have a Mac. Be like, and yeah, I used to, I, I used like, to be I used to be considered socially awkward for a while. Yeah, yeah. So she was a. Uh, I mean, not with the family, probably in public. I mean, I was always I'm always cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was, say, she, you was, but I was a cool. little socially awkward, you know. To be honest. Yeah. Um. What do you have for, well, uh, any advice for the young woman? Because obviously, you're not a man, you're a woman. You're saying, <laughs> you know, but what kind of advice you have for them if they're trying to, like, do a startup? Because like you said before that, a lot of people are 
putting the title entrepreneur, but not right. Really putting they're not the really work. doing the work. They're yeah. not executing. Um, I well to give like a broad advice because you know every industry needs like a, a different advice. But let's just say you just want to um, move forward from what it is you do every day, and you want to do your own thing. You want to yeah. start your own business. I would say um, take care of yourself more. You know, don't don't let like social media run. Like I know a lot of people, you know, run your life. A lot of people feel like they're in some kind of invisible competition with someone else who sells T-shirts. Or yeah. how did they have this pop up shop and I can't get it? And how come they made sales? You know, all that. A lot of the things that you see on there is really facades. You just have to focus on yourself and okay. compete with yourself. Yeah, that's that's crazy because it's like everybody. You know, but that's common for people to say, like, you know what I mean? Like, because everybody shows their best self on social media. Right. So that kind of, like, helps bring out the worst and, like, the, I guess the insecurities that you might have about yourself or, like, that you might, you know, be feeling about your business or whatever it is you're pursuing or even about your personal life. Like, you know, you'll see people traveling to all these countries and shit and you've never done anything and you're like, right. damn, I don't have nothing to live for. These people live better lives than me. But right. I, yeah, shit, that's what social media does. It really fucks up a lot of people in the head. And Right. The insecurities. I always say that, you know, you never know what somebody did for you to like their picture. Right. So it's like, don't worry about what they're doing. They just, they, they, you know, their, their losses and their issues behind that picture is like, you know, you have no idea what it took to, to, to do that. Yeah. I, I, I like, I, I be hanging out with people that like are really, you know, I don't want to say obsessed with it, but, you know, that, that'd be a pretty fair word to say. Right. And so, like, we'll be at an event, like, let's say a, a sporting event or a concert, and they'll be like, yo, bro, video me video me cheering or video me singing these lyrics. <laughs> I'm like, nigga, we at the concert. We at the game. Like, just enjoy this You shit. can just yeah. do it, and I'll yeah. catch you if you want me. You know, like, yeah, like randomly. Just, oh, just wait, I've you, seen bro. worse, because I'm a girl, so I've seen worse. For I've real. seen fake... And I've witnessed this even now. I've seen fake fun. Like, fake like fun. record me. Like, record me. And then they're like, and then they say they look at it and it's like, oh, I don't like this one. Do it again. And then it's like, <laughs> it's like, try again, try again. And it's like, sis, like. Oh, my God. Yeah. I understand if I, you know, and 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 I, I, I love, I, I love Instagram. I'm like addicted to Instagram. Yeah. And I get it if you want to put your both your your best picture up. If you want to post your best, like mm -hmm. this angle looks nice on me. But when you're doing a video, it's like okay, now you're doing too much. Yeah. yeah. You're faking it. Like this is like so fake right now. I actually heard of a Russian company that like allows people to like take pictures in a in a plane but it's not moving yes that's true or like you know it's like private, like, a jet, a jet line yeah. yeah or like they'll set up like a little sandy beach or some shit and it's mm -hmm. like really at the background of a construction site or some shit yeah and they'll just like be posing there with their bikinis and shit yeah like, yeah i like these send these to me and then they'll post it on ig right but them companies make bank like off of, yeah like, they do because a lot of influencers pay for that not just regular yeah. people but just influencers yeah. Yeah, they just like they just say they have so many customers coming in and like they're all this within this age range. Yeah, and it's crazy because it's like people older than us. Well, I mean, they didn't grow up around it, but they didn't. I can tell they wouldn't give shit about this. But right, you know, maybe maybe hopefully it doesn't get worse as it goes along. Like the next generation. Yeah. Because I mean, we grew up on like the internet and shit, but we didn't really grow up on social media. Right. Like my little sister and. Like probably my kids are gonna grow up on like IG, they're gonna Twitter. they're gonna grow up on yeah social media platforms yeah it's gonna it's gonna suck for them probably no D O D 
I, I can't even do that myself because I'll be feeling awkward taking a regular picture, bro. Yeah, like, I, I don't even like taking pictures of myself. <laughs> Me neither. My little oh, brother. I love taking pictures of myself. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, next time next time we out, right, and somebody say, yo, let's take a flick, notice me. Every time my eyes are roll, I'm like, fuck, these niggas always want to take a pic. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. My little brother always be like, yo, yo, get the angles. And I'm like, and then he be like, your turn. I'm like, nah, bro. That's why I don't be posting like that on that. But, um, so how is it doing like everything yourself? Like I said before, like, like, is it a lot of pressure that you do? Cause seeing your uh. Instagram stories, I see the construction. I see you hire the plumbing. I see, I see other people chiming in as well, but really it's really like yourself. Like oh, you're, no, it's just you're me. booking, you're booking the appointments. You have to like, I guess you have to create the, the website that's I'm coming out. I'm like, literally doing everything. Like, literally. Like, I'm dealing with the contractors. I'm doing all the paperwork, all the legal stuff, all the accounting, website, yeah. uh, social media marketing, like, anything aesthetically. I'm yeah. literally doing everything myself from A to Z. Dang. That 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 sounds... I'm lazy as hell, so... <laughs> I, I don't know how I'm going to run the business myself. <laughs> I need to take out a loan to pay employees because I'm not like... It's been very exhausting, but you know what it is? I, I think that's just... I don't. I can't speak for anyone else, but me in particular, I like to be involved in everything. Okay. So even if I was to hire somebody, let's just say to do the website, it's like I want to chime in. Like, yeah. Like it seems like that too. Like just, I mean, I haven't known you for long, but it seems like just the way you talk about your business and stuff, it seems like you probably you're probably somebody that wants to like have their hands on and everything. Right. I want to be involved in everything. Yeah. Yeah. But um, what do you guys like? What kind of programs do you do at like? So the, the services center? that we're gonna have there. Um, in-house is going to be spiritual readings. We're going to do, um, ionic detoxes, massages. Wait, sorry. sorry, I'm a, I, I never heard of spiritual reading. Oh, okay. Okay. So a spiritual reading is like, um, I guess you can say kind of like a psychic, but not really that commercialized. It's kind of like you go for like spiritual advice. Like, let's say you go there and you have a problem and it's like, you would get a reading on what you should do, what um, what rituals you should practice yeah. you know things like that so it's like a reading and counseling mm-hmm. um, so that's a spiritual reading we're gonna be doing in house yoga we're gonna do ionic detoxes that's just like a detox for your feet okay. um, massages um, guided meditation I have a library function it's a self help library function um, those are the services that are in-house. And then there's going to be workshop opportunities from outside professionals that are coming in to do workshops for the community. So it's like Reiki healing, um, crystal education, um, anything that has to do with um, spiritual wellness. Yeah. So no no parties, though? Like there's not going to be no, no turn-ups. Like no turn-ups? Like, okay. Yeah. Like so, so a few people have hit me up to like rent the space for like a birthday party or something. Yeah. Um, no, we're not doing that. It yeah, has yeah. to be related to spiritual wellness, entrepreneurship, or arts. So it'll be like, like, um, what's the dude name? Um, like a Eric Thomas motivational motivational speaker can like. Yeah, it. like he okay. can do that. Like a therapist. Like okay. if you like rent it out as like a yoga place to have a yoga class or something. Right. Like okay. I mean, we're gonna do yoga anyway. But if you wanted to even do, and even if you wanted to do a podcast, okay. because that's something that's entrepreneur. Like you can come in and record your podcast. If you was a photographer and maybe you want to use one of the rooms as a studio, like anything that has to do with with self, you know, self being and okay. self care and things like that. All right. Yeah. That that's so deep. I can't wait. I think I'm gonna be there with the yoga. 
My stomach out. <laughs> bro, yoga is hard, though. I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I, I mean, there's shit. different types of yoga. I took, like, I think power yoga. Okay, yeah, that's gym. too hard. <laughs> I mean, the word has power oh, yeah, in nah, it. No, I was like, because the thing is, like, yo, you think you're actually physically fit. And then, and then I don't know, you be seeing these old ladies walking. You're like, yeah, this is light cheese. And then, like, their instructor walk, uh, instructor walk in. It's like you're in a class full of, you know, older women. Yeah. And you're like, yo, how hard could this shit be? And then they they roll like pretzels, and you're like, what's going on? (laughs) No, but power (laughs) yoga is very difficult. What I'm doing, too, in the space, I'm going to have trap yoga. Trap yoga. Yeah. So I want to introduce that to, like, the community for the younger community so they can get into it. So, you know, you do yoga with, like, trap music. Play some trap music, some (laughs) T.I., Young Jeezy. But um, do you think it's hard balancing... um, Let me... I'm going to ask this question. Do you think it's hard balancing work and mom life with your... Um, for me, it's, I don't like using the word hard because I feel like when specifically for women and I know, you know, you're two men in here, I feel like we can do anything like women, like even when things seem the most difficult or impossible, we finesse a way to figure it out how to do it. Like that's just in our nature. So to me, it's not, I don't like to label it as hard. Maybe it's a little exhausting, Okay. but you know, it's not hard per se because you know i'm i have the type of personality that's like i gotta get it done anyway Regardless. so if i don't have to sleep i don't got i can't sleep if i can't eat today i can't eat like things gotta get done Dang. Dang. that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> i ain't gonna lie to you i'm gonna eat nigga. <laughs> yo that's what i'm telling you she she a hard natural born hustler um so like i said like you balancing mom and business yeah what's the most what do you think is the most challenging, like... Be, like, for those that, that topic in yeah, my life? Yeah, yeah. I think the biggest challenge that I have right now is that I have teenagers. Okay. And they're teenage girls. Oh, man, I can't have them. <laughs> you have and, teenage girls? Yeah. yeah. You met, oh, you met Chloe, Chloe and Kaylin. You met Kaylin, bro. Those are your kids? Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I got some great Jesus up there. I ain't gonna hold you. So... That's crazy. That's the hardest part. Like, I have teenage girls, and... They're in a stage right now, especially like you mentioned earlier, they grew up with social media. Yeah. So to them, they don't see this as work. You know what I mean? They're just like, oh, yeah, whatever. Because now teenagers now with social media, they, everything to them is a dream. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, follow the dreams. Like, you know, I am my own equality, love, love is love everywhere. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't really yeah. see like the work that I'm really putting in. To them, it's just like a post on the gram. Like, yeah. oh, there goes mom again posting on Instagram. Like, <laughs> yeah. They don't really yeah, yeah, yeah. know like what I'm doing. So because of that, they don't really appreciate the work that I'm doing. So it's like hard coming home to like, you know, things not being done or yeah, yeah, laundry yeah. being on the floor, things like that. It's just that you see the end result all the time. You know right. what I mean? Like, when you, like, looking at all these influences and shit, like, you see that they're, like, living this great life because of what they are. Right. And at, at this point, you know, they're obviously making revenue because of who they are, you know, just because at a certain point, that's what you do when you're, when you're Instagram famous. Yeah. But, like, they really don't know, like, the, the, the work behind getting there. And on top of that, it's, like, like... It's very it's very easy to underestimate the process when you're not right. really like looking at it or you're not really you don't have any any idea of what it's like. Right. So, I mean, I get I get where they're coming from, but they, people do gotta snap out of that. Yeah, they yeah. do. They do. Man, we we going deep in here. I like this, y'all. <laughs> I got a question. So, like, what do you what do you what do you kind of like um looking forward to like 
But like, what are your goals for the for the for the business? Like in terms of growth and like, where do you want it to be at? You know, in a year from now, like, what what kind of vision do you have for? Well, the vision that I have, I it's crazy because the vision that that started was not what it is now. So I know, and you know, I'm this is not my first rodeo show, so I know that goals change. Mm-hmm. You know, on a monthly basis, like, oh, now I want to do this, now I want to do that, but. Ultimately, I want to be able to service um, different communities, not just not just where I am right now in the South Bronx. Like I want to be able to service um, people that English is their second language and, you know, maybe like sister companies and cousin companies where we can help, you know, just everyone in, in our community, you know, and people of color, yeah. um, which is not just black and Hispanic, just, you know, other people. Other yeah yeah, which is pretty it's pretty dope that you're doing that because, uh, I was watching uh, did did any of y'all see Killer Mike a uh, triggered? You know what I haven't seen it. You mentioned it last week. Yeah, I, but I it's like it. it's like how he says like, he um he has his business within the well let me just say within the black community, because mm-hmm. the black economy is going down and he wants to like push that forward. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty dope to see a, a woman, that's. Let me let me get the term right because people get sensitive. Afro Latina, I can't even <laughs> say Latina because people get tight. Afro Latina, that's doing that and pushing it forward because it it shows like it shows even your kids like your two teenage daughters, they can't see it now. But I think once I think yeah. once Chloe goes to college, once Kaylin, they're gonna see like damn, mom really did this right. A, B, and C to to do that because kids don't be. I mean, I was a kid once too. I didn't see it. They like don't that appreciate either. those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's but. pretty dope. I can't wait for this uh, spiritually sparkle. Yeah, the grand opening is the 23rd, so... I know you're going, so you have to go, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. Now, you you automatically going. Yeah. All right, moving on. Now, let's go to the topics. That was a quick little mini interview with my CEO, Coder. Where, where is it? Where is it? The location? Oh, yeah, tell them the location. Oh, okay, so... Oh, yeah, yeah. So, for the... Um, the business page is called Spiritually Sparkled. It's all together. That's the Instagram, and it's at 3411 Third Avenue. That's in the South Bronx, on uh, 167th and Third Avenue. Okay. All right. Yeah, I heard it there. But we're going to repeat the at, before we press, like, okay. and record it. So. Uh, so what y'all want to talk about, man? What's up? Talk I don't to, know. Talk to us nice. What's, what's he, he in wanted the news? To, <laughs> he wanted to talk about the uh, 21 Savage. I mean, it, it's probably, like, the biggest thing that happened this week. It's yeah. been a slow week. But, right. I mean, I thought it was pretty interesting that, this this nigga from Atlanta is from the UK the whole time. So yeah, yeah that's crazy. Yeah, I, I didn't expect that the way he be rapping. But then rapping. again, you know what it is that that's not fair to say because he was raised here. Yeah. So how much from the UK really is he? Just is because he? you're born somewhere, you know the legalities of it doesn't make you yeah. that person. Like he was raised here. I think I think like he moved here when he was ten. I I heard yeah. a seven. Or I heard it was like, seven. Yeah, yeah. Some, it was a really young age. But in my personal opinion, like, he has kids here. They're citizens. I mean, he's making a positive impact in the community. I don't see why, like, why not let him stay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I get that it is technically breaking the law since you're a legal immigrant. You overstay the visa. Cool, whatever. But, like, y'all had, like, 15 years to catch this nigga after he <laughs> committed his first felony. <laughs> and now yeah. Right. Like, that's crazy. Like, it's how he got re- arrested before and, like, it didn't, I don't know, whatever. I don't know. I don't know the logistics of it, but I think it's... It was pretty unfair how the mass in the media depicted it. Like, oh, he's from the UK. He don't even sound like it or he don't act like it. And it's like he was born and raised here. here like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, born over there, but he was raised here. So, 
That's, that's what like did you got? What though. did people expect for him to have an accent? Like he was, he's from, <laughs> like he's from Atlanta. He's really from Atlanta. Atlanta. He, yeah, was, he yeah. came here when he was seven. Uh, it would be mad funny. No funny. It would be hilarious if like it turned out he really had an accent the whole time. And he was just hiding it. Yeah. He was just, <laughs> like this is my real accent. Right? <laughs> that sounds Irish. <laughs> it's my it's my real accent, bruv. Or in it. <laughs> Yo, you saw the Irish, but uh, did y'all see the uh, tweet that uh, no, Demi one? Lovato did, and then. Uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, she, she's a corn Everybody. for that. She's a corn for that. Everybody. Yeah. She was like, she was like, <laughs> wait, who? But who came out though? But it was everybody though on Twitter. Like, you know what kills person? me? Yeah. The, the hypocrisy and the contradictions of it. Like, she got upset because people were making fun of her because she made fun of somebody. So it's like if if you really believe that it's okay to make a joke on Twitter, yeah. then you shouldn't make a big deal of people making jokes on Twitter yeah. about you. Facts. The the memes right. the memes I don't care about Demi Lovato, but you know how like trolls be wanting like you fucking crackhead whore. I hope you die. Like it's like come no, on. That's man. That ain't a joke. Like when you yeah. go on a gram you see that. Right. Which I feel but she shouldn't have done that like Rigor said like the, the hypocrisy. Shit. I, it's not funny to bully her, obviously, but no, the no. funniest shit I've seen was Stephen A. Smith yeah. when he was talking about Lamar Odom. He said, the first move that Phil Jackson did <laughs> was bringing Lamar Odom, who was on crack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah. terrible. <laughs> nah, but, Yo, but who was I it? I didn't know that. That's terrible. It was, uh, it was Wale, right? It was Wale, yeah. It was Wale, right? That responded that to responded her? That responded to her? Yeah, yeah. She was like, then she deleted her Twitter and stuff. What yeah, happened? but she was she she was wrong for that. Yeah, she's kind of corny fan. He didn't even like retaliate either. He didn't say anything crazy. Nah. At the end, he was like, "God bless" or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> she's corny because I think it was her. She was like, "You was in my DMs a couple years ago trying to shoot your yeah, shot." It's and then, corny. Yeah, like, what does that have, have to do, do with anything? anything. It, DMs. it wasn't even thirsty. <laughs> like it was like, "Yo, hey, beautiful." I think he was, or oh, hey, shorty. I think you would sound beautiful on this song together. Yeah. And they sent her the song. How, that's thirsty. That's <laughs> I thought that was business. Too. Yeah, like I'm trying to get a feature, miss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that whole thing is crazy, but I don't know. You gotta have some thick skin to be um a celebrity. Yeah. You gotta you can't be so super sensitive to like those kind of things when people say like kill yourself and die. It's like it's you gotta wrong. just look at it like really, bro. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It's just it's just kind of self hate if you kind of like coming at athletes or celebrities just because it's like we all know you would trade lives with them in a second well like right like your status or whatever the case is i mean obviously everybody's happy well most people are happy with their lives and you know you see that with people that are like that are really secure about themselves you Mm -hmm. don't see them hating on under every ig comment right but like i don't know i just feel sorry for the people that got all day that got yeah fucking go ham on the troll gods yeah yeah the troll gods all right, moving on, man. So, what what other topic y'all want to talk about? Rager, you got anything? Because our generation, your generation. I haven't, I haven't generation. been watching um, or keeping up with news or anything like that. I haven't really seen well, or heard anything, like, in the gossip world. Yeah, I mean, not this week. I mean, I was Well, he did say it was a slow week. All we had was 21 Savage. And, and Liam needs to nigger hunting. <laughs> Oh, I love this guy, yo. <laughs> you use that end bomb. <laughs> they gonna hate us, yo. But yeah, what you mean by that? Cause nah, you have to tell me the story. I mean, listen, he's he. 
Bro, he had like four takers, bro. Like, we, we don't need to talk about that nigga. I'll tell you a story. This is true. I'm not going to use any names, but I was away and I came back and she told me she had been raped. But she handled the situation of the rape in the most extraordinary way. But my immediate reaction was, I asked, did, they, did she know who it was? No. What color were they? She said it was a black person. I went up and down areas with a cosh, hoping I'd be uh, approached by somebody. I'm ashamed to say that. And I did it for maybe a week, hoping some black would come out of a pub and have a go at me about something, you know, so that I could kill him. And it was out. It took me a week, maybe a week and a half, to kind of go for that. And she said to me, where are you going? I said, I'm just going out for a walk, you know. Said, what's wrong? No, no, nothing's wrong. Fine. And it was horrible, horrible, when I think back. But I did that. And I've never admitted that, dude. I'm saying it to a journalist. God forbid. <laughs> So he he had a friend that was actually assaulted by somebody that was African American, and then he his first he had an interview to uh, promote his movie Cold Pursuit. It's a tragedy because I wanted to see that movie too, but I ain't supporting that nigga. But um, he was saying uh, one of his friends got sexually assaulted, and he was so angry he just took a crowbar, walked outside, and just wanted to assault the first black person he saw. But why? So this is what he said. It's not. Yeah, is it? Is like, it what he actually did? No, no, no. He, no, he, he didn't do it. it. He, he just it. he said power it. walked it off. He's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he power walked it off. But he's a cornball because you know what? He should have got corner of the week. But we got a different corner of the week. Yeah. But he's a cornball because it should have just been anybody. Why yeah, I gotta yeah, be yeah. a black person? Like not even not even like a nigga that fit the description, right? Like he was over six feet. If he said I was looking for a black guy over six feet. I would understand it a little bit more, but he was just looking for anybody. Like, like anybody that, that had was, melanin. <laughs> like, anybody that had melanin. I would have been tight like, if you I You look like t- you got a tan. I'm going to kick your <laughs> ass. <laughs> Yo, could you imagine that scene? Like, let's say, like, God forbid he actually ran into some black guy, right? Let's say he right. was me, right? He ran into, like, me on with the street. Nigga, if I see a Liam Neeson with a crowbar and I seen what he could do in these movies, I would be very confused if you start bum rushing me with a fucking crowbar. <laughs> I'm like, yo, what the fuck, bro? I fucks with you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I love Audis because of you. Yeah, <laughs> like, what are we doing here? That's but, a fact. I don't know. He jumped to conclusions with that one. Yeah, it could have been. Uh, yeah. I mean, it could have been out of anger, but with the sensitive times that we have now, you don't want to, you know, take anything lightly. Yeah. And then you feel like you're going against the grain with, yeah. you know, helping your community or you know being with your community so i can't i get it but then i don't it's like it's eh. like yeah like he it sucks just... that these kind of things are circumstantial yeah but they they are they're circumstantial my only thing is it's like if y'all if y'all if y'all ever if, if i was able to understand how many times i was called a nigger over xbox live this shit, don't even, this shit don't even phase me, though, bro. I ain't gonna lie That's how the new yeah. generation is, though. They get a... Yo, matter of fact, because I don't know. Speaking about Xbox Live. Bro, all I wrote... All I messaged the dude was, you suck. He reported me. I got suspended for two weeks. Wait, on Xbox? Yes, bro. And I was thinking about, like, the 360 when they used to be like, you fucking beaner and stuff. And nothing happened. 
I don't know, like, man. On, on, remember when Modern Warfare 2 came out? I yeah. think that was the worst. There was a game called Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Mm-hmm. Shit came out when he was around high school. Bro, like the the lobbies around there. Oh, I remember one time, right? Like, we, I was on a team. And you, you can have these mics and shit, like, talking to people, like, strategizing and shit mm-hmm. where I want to hit. And then I, like, was on a, was on a shit with uh, a party yeah. with, like, four of my niggas. And we had two random guys, right? And we was stuck with some... With some like hillbilly type nigga, oh, like redneck, bro. That was the worst. And so my boys, like you know, you could tell he's black because we started we started talking to each other and shit. You he yeah, could yeah. tell the slang and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, son, my boy, baby, started crying in the back. He like somebody shut that nigga, baby. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh my god, niggas is really hit, go crazy on over the Xbox. Bro. Od. Yo, it's horrible. Like, but don't she, go on she, she know, nah. She's a she used, used to be a, to gamer, be a gamer. Yeah. yeah. So she, she know. She, you know the vibes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They do not give a fuck, bro. But it doesn't nah. make it okay. Just because nah, you nah, get nah, called nah, nah. nigger a hundred times, it doesn't mean that you should be insensitive to like when another person gets called nigger. You know. Yeah. What I'm saying is this. I listen. That word. I I know that it has like an uh, a horrible meaning, horrible history, but it's like damn, like. Everybody just throwing it out there, like you know, right? Just because of the like the anonymity of it, right? It's like you you're desensitized to it at the point, right? Like, but, but that's but that's awful that we are exactly. That's, yeah, that's the it's bad, bad thing that about we it. are. Like we like, shouldn't be that way. Like you should always remember where that shit came. You from should always remember, that's attached right? To it. Right. But Damn. niggas be going crazy on it. So we going shout with out that. Liam Neeson though. <laughs> <laughs> Psych, fuck out of here. I take my shout out back. <laughs> Yo. So moving on, we we always got a segment. It's called Corner of the Week, and I always go, I'm about to do it right now, so let me get okay. ready for it. This is real live. Nah, <laughs> I don't know. That shit whack. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't do it you like don't that. Do it. You, you not doing I like got it, I got it, I got it. This is real, real live. 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 <laughs> All right, Corner of the Week goes to... Uh, the Gucci Company. They came out with that uh, um. overpool. I got the picture right here. Let me explain to the people. So the Gucci people. The Gucci people. <laughs> Gucci. They apologized after receiving backlash for a black face sweater. So you know like the, um, I think the story of OJ, the video, it had that character in it. Like the black face. Well, yeah, that's Spike, the Spike Lee. This one. The... Yeah, Spike Lee yeah. was wilding today on Instagram. But my thing is, Gucci, Gucci, Gucci. Y'all get corner of the week. You gonna tell me there wasn't one black man in the meeting that looked around? Maybe there was one black man. He was like, "I don't want to lose my job," or maybe not. They need to hire somebody because this is the this is the second time or third time because the first one was with H and M. First one was Old Navy. No, it was H and M. H and M with the with the coolest, coolest monkey. monkey. Yeah, that was wicked. And then now no. this one with look how and then hold up, hold up. But it's a trend. These companies obviously do this for publicity and or to get especially high high end you know labels like that yeah. like european labels they don't really want black america the black culture oversaturating their brand yeah so th- this could be a tactic to get black people to stop buying gucci buying so it. they can wow. be more elite in their you know white world I'm not gonna hold you yeah that but... was like tommy hilfiger remember when tommy hilfiger came out and he was a racist yeah, he he so said black. He said he didn't want black people wearing his clothes. Yeah. And a lot of high-end labels feel like that because they feel that it takes away the... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it takes away the essence of, like, being super Euro 
Christopher Columbus Fashionista shit. type shit. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. My thing is this. All right. I would agree with that, but it's like, and you know what? I, I To some degree, I do agree with that, but it's like, and maybe it's the, the company's fault, but they got to understand, like, the biggest ambassadors for this fucking shit are, like, the rappers. And, yes, and, it's, it's black culture. Yeah, they, like, we're really the people that are pushing that spend this shit the forward. Money. Like, like, yeah, Gucci was popping before, like, rappers caught onto it and rappers started wearing it and Instagram got famous. But I'm telling you, the, the way people wear designer now is nothing, like... How it was in the past. Yeah, no I know way. This. It's not even close. No. Like, niggas wear designer everything now. Like and it's not even about fashion anymore. It's about designer. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It, it's not fashion now. It's designer. Yeah, exactly. You don't even have to have a sense of fashion to be considered a fashionista or a stylist or anything. As long as you're wearing like something with this monogram, that shit is not nice. It's like, it doesn't no, even. It's it's not yeah. Even fly, like, it and it's like it was like marked eight something, like eight hundred and something dollars for that. I'll be damned. I don't know my personal opinion because I feel like that had to go through so many people. Yeah. The the people in the website, the photographers, the model. Yeah. It had to go through so many people. I kind of feel like that was done on purpose. It was done on purpose. Like I feel like it was done on purpose. Like you get free publicity. People talk about it all the time. That's true. Yeah. Then you have the battles of like, oh, let's cancel them or let's uncancel them or, you know, now they apologize. Like it's just it, The sad thing is Black people still gonna buy Gucci. Well, minorities, they still gonna buy it. That's why. I... Listen, I'm not, listen, I ain't gonna hold you. I wasn't buying Gucci before this, so <laughs> <laughs> don't don't worry about me spending my dollar on Gucci. Right. <laughs> yeah, they get they get corner of the week. Cause come on, maybe there was a black man and he didn't want to lose his job. I don't know. I don't know. I feel I don't know. Nah, if I was in that room, I'd be like. You gotta, let's let's look at this a little bit more, guys. Like this doesn't yeah. look right. Maybe yeah. you guys want to change the color, maybe yeah. <laughs> like or something. Let's make the sweater pink. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, those are politics, and I don't like to get like too deep into it because I'm not a super righteous person. But yeah, when neither. you think about it in hindsight, it's like how many other companies don't like black culture. And how many other companies are using small children to make our Nikes? And you know what I mean? So if you want to cancel somebody, it's like, and you feel so strong about it. And, you know, you want to, like, protest and do these things. It's like, but what about all the other things? And I don't mean to sound like all, like, the you know, like, all lives matter. Like, you know, we're talking about Gucci now. We're not talking about every Nike and everybody else. But it's like, I feel like in the culture, in our community... Um, we're not really focused to what we want to cancel. Yeah. It's kind of like we uproar whatever is trending. Like, oh, oh Gucci yeah, did yeah, this. Yeah. Fuck Gucci. And then it's like, okay, but it's like cancel culture. That shit is so corny to me. Right, yeah. cancel culture. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't really agree with the cancel culture. Yeah, I didn't even know they had a name, but yeah, yeah. I, I guess culture. that's the, <laughs> I guess we the cancel first. culture. That shit is corny to me. How they cancel everything is like. They'll cancel you for doing some random shit. I'm like, I yeah. Or they cancel you for things that you did in like ten, 10 years ago, ago. and exactly. it's like, bro, I was like twelve. Like, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know what I was doing. Liam Neeson, you an exception to this rule, nigga. Because <laughs> you're old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You're Even much older. That shit was old, bro. <laughs> you still cancel for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I'm a, I'm afraid if I if I ever reach that point because ten years ago what I was tweeting, bro. That's not how but I that, feel now. you know what's crazy. Over. This is I I had a whole topic about this on Instagram because um 
I don't know how many years ago it was. Let's say 10 years ago or even more, like 12 years ago in 09. Yeah. That was 10 years ago. We're in 2019. 10 years ago, um, what was I, 23, 24? I used to use the word faggot a lot. Yeah. But not because I was a homophobic. It's yeah. because that was my way to describe when something was whack. Like, oh, you a faggot. Oh, you gay, yeah, you homo, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And now that I'm older, I know the consequences of how strong those words are. Yeah. And I understand that the commu- that community has been through a lot. And, yeah. and, you know, and you evolved, too. And I evolved. So it's like, are you going to put me on a cross? Because what I said when I was 22, like it was yeah. to me, it was just words. It wasn't yeah. that I was really against gay people. So, you know, when they do that now to celebrities, it's, it's like, like, really? Yo, Especially, like, that Kevin Hart shit. Yeah. Right. Like, like, I was saying, to me, like, like even if it was before I was famous, I'm not apologizing for shit. Niggas would hate me as a celebrity for real, because you know, niggas yeah. would be like, yeah, you said you hated kids, and I'm like, well, <laughs> still feel that way, buddy. I, like, I hate kids, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, what you His shit do? was ridiculous, because he's a comedian, and it's yeah. like, all right, you guys are reaching now. Yeah, come on. Like, I mean, that's his job is to I, make jokes. Yeah. Right. That's literally his I, job. I feel like, you know how, like, the sensitive or the cancel community, I feel like they need to stay away from comedians because comedians are switching their ways. I'm not liking that, bro. Yeah, yeah exactly. Me either. I, I noticed that, too. Yeah, they're not funny they're not anymore. Like, they're not, like, being And not to say way. that humor has to be stigmas, yeah. but it's like, if you censor everything you say, you have no... We don't have free thought anymore. Yeah. There y'all you should, go. Listen, y'all, should, y'all should go back and watch Eddie Murphy... Uh, I think it was Raw or Delirious. Yeah. Whichever one is Raw, on Netflix. Raw, yeah. Yo, if that shit premiered in 2018, woo, they would throw that nigga in jail. <laughs> that shit is crazy. But, like, it's crazy because I was still laughing to the whole shit. I'm like, yo, this is hilarious. But, like, I was watching it from a lens of, like, 1980, right. whenever that shit came out. Yeah. Right. Like, that shit was cool to say then because it's like, that everybody was- realized, yo, his job is to joke around. And he doesn't really mean what he's like. Right. He he doesn't have like any animosity towards any community. Though. Right. And he it was balanced too. Like he would come at homo, homosexual people, and then he would come at black people, and then white people, and then he would come at the transgender community. And right. He, he you would can't even do come that now. Yeah, you can't exactly. do that now. You do that now. It's, it's an outrage. Yeah. yeah, and and that that sucks. That, that sucks, sucks because not everybody. Um, which I understand. Sometimes you have to be careful with the platform that you have and the voice that you have because yeah. so many people are listening to you and they might not be as intellectual, intellectual, and they or... might not get it. You know, you can say something like I, you know, let's say me for instance, if I be if I was to be famous and I was to say, oh, I don't, I've. I fucking hate Mexicans. And then it's like my fan base might hate Mexicans. You know what I mean? Just because I hate them. And, you know, so I understand that there has to be a limit to the things that you say, but it's like, come on. Like, (laughs) have a a limit for everybody else. But the comedians, nah, because I like comedy a lot. Don't do that to the comedians. Because then they're getting (laughs) like all soft. You can't touch this subject. You can't touch that. You got to be political. You got to be like, I hate Trump for it to be funny. Like, I don't like that. People want to, like, always go for the low-hanging fruit, like Trump. Like, that's a, a common people that most people would, like, dislike. Right. Well, I mean, especially, like, metropolitan areas. But... Then I mean, it's like, whack. Yeah, because like, if you do like you him... Because you know what's coming. <laughs> because if like you him. do like him, we cancel you. <laughs> and it's like, damn. Like, <laughs> damn, you was just making fun of him, but now you in the White House eating lunch with him. What's up? Fucking win. Yeah, you can't yeah. win. You can't win. Yeah. Yo, if we was from her... Well, from her time, 
Ooh, Biggie, Tupac, all of them using that word. Damn, you made me feel like mad. Yeah, the F bomb? Like my time. Like my time. Yo, like, I, like was it be, be I was like, I was like was four years old or five years old with two, Biggie and Tupac, maybe. Yeah. Not even. Not even. I, I always was say, and I know you guys are not going to agree with this, but I don't care. I always say that my generation, the 80s kids, yeah. is the best generation in the like in the entire of all the generations. You know why? Because we grew up on everything. Before yeah. CDs, after CDs, CDs. AOL, streaming. before internet, during the streaming, while yeah. like we have an eclectic yeah. history in in a childhood. We we got to play hide and go seek in the street, but then we also had PlayStation. You know Man, what I mean? Huh? Like we had everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I I could agree with that just because I know where your argument is and I agree with that. Just because like my earliest memory is logging into AOL. So I was born in the internet age. Right. So I wasn't born with I like I don't remember life before the internet. Right. Like unless I might going back and like thinking about the recess days where <laughs> I had to play at school. Yeah. But nowadays, you know, you got kids under the slide on their phone and shit. They I'm got like, like my son is three and he has an iPad. Yeah. That's crazy. Like my niece is four and she FaceTimes me. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of that shit is good though because it's like some of the iPad programs for kids are meant for like mental stimulation. So that's right. good. No, that's good. That's but, good. Like, I, I'm just curious to see like where it goes for kids that like have grown up with this shit their entire lives because I don't know it's easy to get sucked into a screen. It is just... very easy, but like I said, my generation has the best. We we have the best culture. I'm not that's gonna why, lie. That's why my generation is Black Twitter, and my generation is like because we know both worlds. Yeah, we know what it's like to be both. Like what? Like when I was when I was younger and my mom was in her thirties. Um, you know, she, when she was my age that I am now, her old school was too old school. My old school is Biggie. Her old school was like Cindy, Cindy like Cindy Lauper, Lauper and, and you know, like, go, uh, you know, like, so Girls, now, oh, like shit, now okay. 30 year olds my age, yeah, yeah. we know what it's like to listen to Biggie's first album, mm. but we also listen to Little Uzi. You know what I mean? Like yeah, we have yeah, the okay. best of both. Like we grew yeah, up yeah, on yeah. both platforms. Yeah, what you, man. What do you think, as somebody, <laughs> somebody has grown up on both? What do you think the like the trend in music is now? Like, I think it's horrible. <laughs> I I can't like actually one of my friends is coming out with an album and I'm really excited for it, and I I'm excited because I can understand what he's saying. Plug it. Like, what oh, is, his name is Tripsy. Tripsy. And it's called Pus- P- uh, Damn, what's the name of the album? It's on pre-order on iTunes. Um, it comes out on February fifteenth. Um. But he's really good, yeah. Yeah. and he has no speech impediments. Okay, which is like, <laughs> which is like the new trend now. Like yeah. everyone has like a speech impediment. I don't understand what the fuck they're yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. I don't know anything. So I'm really excited for that. And yeah, so to answer your question, yeah, I I, I hate today's music. I hate it. Like it's like. And I hate to sound super old, but because we spoke it, back in the days, they it was gangster music too. And they yeah. talk about drugs and whatever guns, but now it's like it's the era of the drug addicts. Yeah, yeah like yeah, everyone yeah. is like doing all Popping the drugs, lean, and it's like syrup. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever happened to selling it, bro? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what? You know what though? I think you're absolutely right as far as hip hop it goes, but I think R and B now is probably just as good as like. I guess you could compare it to other eras. Yeah. It hasn't fallen off that much just because it's like... I agree with you. It is It is what it is. I you know agree with it's you. Soul. I, I agree it, with you 100%. Yeah. I think R&B it has remained 
leveled and yeah. consistent. Like yeah. it's it's good. It's good shit. Like good yeah, good artists. We have a lot of um eclectic styles, like people that kinda like rap and sing, like the Bryson Tiller type, yeah. Drake type. Yeah. Like it works. It's good. You know, um, Cause how old how old is Angel and all of them? The ones that, like they're younger than us. Yeah, like Jamal and all of them. So me, I love listening to Drake, J Cole, Kendrick Lamar. But they they will be like, yo, he's cool. But we like like the little Uzi. What's the cool? What's the kid with the red hair? I'll be forgetting the name. Lil Yachty. Lil Yachty, Trippy Red. But to me, like she said, I'm not, yo, bro, I miss, like, when J. Cole be dropping, I'll be. misunderstanding. Yeah, like, when J. Cole be dropping, people probably look at me like, all right, it's old You head. know what it is, too? That sometimes music can be sonically good, yeah. but then it's not lyrically good. I was just about to say, like, I think the main attraction of artists like that is, I think the production is the best it's ever right. been, probably. exactly. Like, so, what you hear, like, as the final product, the engineer, just body and the, and the <laughs> yeah. producer just body and niggas just spitting random shit over it. Yeah, like if you gave like a little Uzi beat to Biggie, I I'm telling you, he'll well, probably yeah. body that shit. Right, but like I don't know. I also feel like people like listen to some of the music they listen to now just because it's like a lot less to process mm-hmm. and they use music as an outlet to kind of like relax themselves. Right, and like think less. You can't really think less. I agree with you. And I think... What Uzi say. I agree with you. And not to get, like, super deep, but that's also what social media has done, too. Um, You know, Twitter started that with 140 characters. We can't go beyond 140 characters. It's like, well, you got to press that to read more? Like, I ain't trying to read more. (laughs) Like, why can't you fit that in 140 characters? Like, you know, and that happens with music, too. With music, you just kind of want to get the snippets. Just like how marketing and advertising is, because I worked for mar- you know, marketing, and it's like, if you can fit it in 15 seconds, it's a go. It's a right. go. You know, you just want to fit the 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 Drake uh, lyric that could turn into a caption in 15 seconds, mm-hmm. so girls could keep playing it on um, their 15-second videos, and yeah, you know, and, yeah, yeah. and that's how we work now with music. It's like, I need to get to the point. Oh, what what's that song that he has? Um, all my friends are dead or whatever. Like, oh, my all friends my friends are. Dead. are oh my and god! It's like, all the younger you can hear that part over dead. and over oh. again, and you like, yo, this shit is fire. But all he's really saying all is, my all my are friends are dead. That's so, <laughs> it's so simple, but I fuck with it. Yeah. No, that's yeah. what I'm saying because it's sonically good. It's sonically yeah, good. Yeah, 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 and it hit all the right marketing marks. Yeah. Like you, you, you gave me a simple sentence to repeat over and over of a nice beat. Right. That that's how I feel. I feel like um, I feel like like I'm. Well, obviously I'm not him, but I feel like Jay, like you know, middle. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm the middle between the new generation and old generation. Yeah, like I, I feel like I'm, I'm like that right now because yeah. I, I like the new stuff, but I don't, I'm not in love with it. I like the old stuff, like you know, the right. Nas, the Jay Z's. But then people look at me like the youngest be like, yo, that's <clears throat> old, way whack, played out and stuff. But a little bit of it, like this low key came from like Little Wayne. If you think about it, just because it's like, like the way he was able to like the way the style that he had at his prime birthed like certain certain yes. acts like Young Thug, like you know like Future, sure. yeah, and yeah. then you can hear it in their music, and then they birthing these the little mumble, niggas. right. The mumble, so the like all of this shit really coming from like older music, right? But it's just like yep. I, I appreciate what it is, but. I'm. I don't know. It's. It doesn't like. Little Wayne. Little Wayne definitely is an icon, and that that song that he had when the block is hot, yeah. definitely birthed all the, 
people we have now. We have now. But the thing is, Lil Wayne was good at both. Like, yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, he's I, like he's the great. prime example of what a mumble rapper could be at their peak. Right. Yeah. You or, you can't talk about Lil Wayne in front of me. Like yeah. he's like the greatest. I feel like Lil Wayne, even with his new project, when somebody asks me for my opinion, he at this point in his career, to me, from where I grew up at. He could do whatever he wants because yeah, his yeah. voice and his delivery is so iconic to me that you could just fucking say anything. And it's like, oh, it's Lil Wayne. Like, like he's he's hot. <laughs> Lil Wayne's hot. He can fucking say the alphabet. It's like, oh, that a, shit is fire. Like, that shit is fire. That alphabet was fire. I never knew you could say the alphabet in a different way. And I kept nodding my head to this. I'm like, I know the lyrics to this. This shit is hot. He definitely started that. Oh, uh, this was a uh, what is this episode twenty three? Twenty four maybe. I, I'm bad with the numbers, yeah, but yeah, twenty three, twenty four. One of them. Uh, thanks for coming. I appreciate this because it gives a lot of, like I said, a lot of women hope, or even for me, it gives me hope. Just an entrepreneur start, standpoint, yeah. yeah. So thank you for coming. Uh, plug in your social media, your your Ray Grid. Yeah, Twitter. I don't have a Twitter, but my Instagram, I'm on it heavy. It's Ray Grid, R A Y G R I D. And um, I don't post a lot, but my stories are epic. The stories, okay. The stories are epic. They don't. It doesn't match my Instagram page, but my Instagram page is just for eye candy. Okay. You can go <laughs> there, can. look at pictures, but yeah, my yeah, stories yeah. is dope. Your stories is dope. Uh, give give the people uh, <laughs> the uh, spiritually sparkle. Yeah, that's what it is. Spiritually sparkle. That's the Instagram, and that's the name of the store, and the website will be up in mid March, and the grand opening is the twenty third. After that, um, we're open every day from nine to six. So just come by and see what we're about. Yeah, yeah I heard it. Done, and you need somewhere to recover. Spiritually <laughs> sparkle is the place. You know what I'm saying? You got your teddies done. Spiritually sparkle is a place for some recovery. You know the vibes. Stop playing with it. You know the vibes. Also, if you're going through a breakup, you need that motivational class. You need right. your spiritual reading. Go to spiritually sparkle because you. You need that's me to throw some glitter on some shit? Like, right. that's you, you need a shoulder to cry on? I'm right here. You need a, a wall for a I selfie? Is. We got some great <laughs> aesthetic walls there you go. in the store. There you go. Everything. <laughs> Yo, that's just a clap. But there you go. That was episode 23. Or 24. Or 24. Yeah, 23. You're right. 23. 23. This I was episode 23. Oh, all right. Uh, like I always say, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, tell a friend. Mass don't got a mic. His shit was messed up. He got the he got the food food nah nah. He's right here though. Uh, you got anything to say to the people, bro? Nope. He don't got nothing to say. Follow the page at the lineup with Will and Mass. At the lineup with Will and Mass. Rate and subscribe. We have twenty six ratings. Keep it coming. Only gonna get bigger. Uh, free stickers coming soon. Yeah, if you gave us that three star rating, fuck you. I know who you are. <laughs> That's a fact. We do know who it is. But tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Like I always say, follow the page. Subscribe, rate us, leave a comment. This was a great episode. Peace. Peace. Peace.